All right, welcome back to Life at the Hills with TG and JB. Tommy, how you feeling over there today? Man, as always, I feel awesome. Man, what a great week so far. We're getting ready for Easter, doing a bunch of different things, and man, I am I'm excited for this Sunday. Oh, me too. I'm pumped. This is one of my favorite Sundays of the year. You know, every Sunday we get to celebrate the resurrected King, but this is the Sunday that we really focus in on it, uh, and we really rejoice together as a church family that uh, our God's not dead, but He is alive. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Man, I, I can't wait for that on Sunday. Okay, so this morning we got a few things we need to talk through, and the first is this, Tommy. I want to get things started with this question to you. All right. What is your favorite Easter memory? And listen, it can be spiritual, it can be funny, it can be from any time period, but just what comes to mind uh, when you think of a, a good Easter story? Hmm. You know, there aren't many times of the year where my mother fries chicken, and usually on Easter Sunday we get fried chicken. And so, I mean, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Uh, but probably one of my funnier Easter moments, I mean, it's also not funny, but it is funny. And so uh, I remember one Easter a couple years ago, I was with my twin and my little brother, and uh, I was going over with them the whole greeting that Christians do on Easter Sunday, that he is risen. He is risen indeed. Yeah. And so I was trying to explain that to them and tell them why we do that and really just taking the opportunity to share with them why Easter is significant for Christians. And so I spent a good 10, 15 minutes walking through Easter, walking through the crucifixion and why that was necessary. And then Easter Sunday and and how the tomb was empty and all of those things. And uh, like I said, 10, 15 minutes, just walking through the gospel, basically. And at the end of it all, my brothers are silent and my twin, I could tell that the wheels are turning in his head. And he looked over at me and he said, so where does the Easter bunny come in with all of this? And it like you, you laugh, but at the same time, it's like, really, I just spent 10 minutes telling you like the purpose of Easter and you're asking about the Easter bunny. Yeah. When, when am I getting my basket of goods? Yeah. He wanted his candy. <laughs> I, yeah. So, uh, Like I said, it is a funny moment, but it's also just kind of, did you not pay attention to anything I just said? No. And, and the whole Easter bunny thing, I love it. I love the Easter bunny, Tommy, but I don't, I don't know how it got there either. I'm not sure how it ever got into being a part of how we celebrate Easter. No. uh -uh. I mean, I get the ham, you know. Oh yeah. We want to eat. Oh yeah. But the Easter bunny, like. Hopping along, I, yeah. I don't get it. Last night I had a lady that lives across the street from me send me a text and say, hey, do you know anybody that has an Easter bunny suit? <laughs> because apparently they're a hot commodity this season. Huh. So there's people that are dressing up as the Easter bunny, Tommy. You get your Easter pictures. Yeah. Well, I think I think of Easter when I was in Seminole growing up. Did you hear that, Seminole, Tommy? Yeah, I heard it. Okay. In Nobody's Sem- there anymore. <laughs> That's true. I'm me and Doug are here. So that's half the population. Uh, in Seminole, we had a, a guy on staff who, who didn't allow his children to sell, um, to celebrate Santa, uh, no Halloween, no, uh, Easter, no Easter bunny, none of that stuff. Okay. But on Easter, the week of Easter, he would build a, a life-size tomb in his backyard to represent where Jesus was laid. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. 
And it was one of my favorite things. <laughs> It was one of my favorite things because this family was so staunch about everything. One of my favorite things was on Easter was to drive by the house because on Easter morning, the tomb wasn't sealed anymore, Tommy. It was open. It was open. And, and you think and you're going to see like the clothes folded nice and neat, maybe a light shining out of yeah. the tomb. No, no. You drive by that house, the entire tomb is filled with Easter candy. <laughs> because Jesus left this candy. Yeah, that's. How does how do how do you how do you sit down with your children afterwards and be like, he gone, but he left us some candy, you know? And so, you know, people have all different kinds of things, but but what we really need to remember is is that Jesus Jesus died, he rose again, and he offers us salvation, Tommy. That's right. And you know, Easter is a fun time to get together with families, but let's never miss the the true true meaning of Easter. It's a huge day. And Big day for us. I'm excited. I can't wait to celebrate with you uh, this Easter. And so, Tommy, that moves us into what I believe that most of our people here, which I think we have about ten listeners right now, mm-hmm. we're gonna yeah. we're gonna climb. Yeah, uh, they want to know church announcements. So, Tommy. Why don't you hit us with a couple of announcements that you got going on right yeah, now? Yeah, so uh, two big things happening this evening. Uh, our Jubilee Choir, they have their first rehearsal tonight at 4 o'clock in the chapel. That's right. We are pumped about that. They had a great last, great week last week as they uh, celebrated Bill and Linda Green and their many years of service here at Southern Hills. Uh, but tonight they start to rehearse, uh, and so I know the folks are excited about that. They'll do that at 4 o'clock in the chapel. After that, they're going to have a nice meal. And then at 6 o'clock, the entire church family is going to be together in the worship center uh, just for a time of praise and worship. What, Tommy, what if I'm a youth and, and I'm looking to go to something tonight? Where am I going to be? Come to the worship center. What if I'm a child and I'm running around here with my parents? Where, where, do I go to Kid City tonight? No, you come to the worship center. What if I'm looking for Pastor Doug's Bible study? Am I? Where am I going tonight? You're coming to the worship center. So you're telling me we're all going to be together. Church-wide family meeting in the worship center. It's going to be a great time of worship as we gear our hearts and minds toward Easter Sunday. Speaking of turning our eyes and our minds towards Easter, this Friday night at 6 o'clock here on campus, we are going to be offering a Good Friday service. And so that Good Friday service will begin at 6. We are going to be observing the Lord's Supper, but it's going to be a special time, Tommy, with um, different readings of Scripture. There's going to be music. It's going to be a really uh, different and I think a really meaningful time this this Friday. Yeah, a time of participation. And so folks shouldn't come expecting just to sit there and observe, but they're really going to be expected to participate. And so uh, I'm excited for it. And I know that Pastor Doug and Sean have put a lot of time and thought into this, and it's going to be very worshipful. I agree. And then that leads us into Easter. And so um, right now, if you have an RSVP'd, there's a few openings that are 8 o'clock. Um, at the 9 o'clock and the 11 o'clock, but the 10 o'clock is completely full. I think we're a little over 1,200 altogether that have registered uh, for Easter Sunday, and we're, we're going to offer an 8, a 9, a 10, and an 11, Sunday school at 9, and it's just going to be a great day. Tommy, they're, they're saying it's going to be 77 degrees that day. It's going to be nice. It's going to be super nice. You're going to get done worshiping. There's no evening service. You can go home, have your ham. Or fried chicken. Or fried chicken. And maybe you have 
that conversation with your brother again, and maybe this is the year where he doesn't ask about the Easter Bunny. Maybe so. Maybe so. Find uh, out. Yeah, and and speaking of that, Tommy, we we've been uh, doing these videos this week, and man, I'm telling you, I think they've been really good. Oh, the the Holy Week moments. The Holy Week moments are on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, Rough and Do one yesterday. Doug did one the day before. Doug's doing another one today, and then we'll have Brother Randy doing one tomorrow, and then Doug will do two more. And they're about a minute and a half to two minutes long, but, man, they're they're challenging and kind of turn your heart. And our family at dinner last night, we talked through those videos, and it's given us something to really kind of talk about to kind of keep our hearts and our minds moving towards Easter Sunday. That's right. They're great devotional thoughts for Holy Week. They really are. Uh, we just we got breaking news, Tommy. Um, oh. hold, hold hold on a second. What's up? Yeah. Uh huh. No, that hasn't happened in over a year. What is it, Tommy? It's just it's just come to my attention that April seventh, next Wednesday evening at four forty five, Wednesday night meals are going to be back. You're kidding. And and Tommy, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a boxed meal. But I hear you might know what we're going to be opening up with next week. Well, I do have a few connections and the word I'm hearing is that we're going to have Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. The Lord's chicken. I could eat there every day. Chick-fil-A. Hey, I could eat three meals a day from Chick-fil-A. You know, you're the only person I know that's in your staff bio that says I eat chicken at least whatever. Once every day. Once every day. Every day I eat chicken and I would be thrilled to eat Chick-fil-A three times a day. Okay. And so, Tommy, we're, we're going to have a meal back on campus for the first time in over a year. Oh, we are so pumped about that. Man, things are things are turning right now. We're moving in the right direction. So, folks, it's not going to be a served meal. It's going to be a boxed meal. But we are going to gather again on campus, have us a nice dinner before we go to Bible study or we go to other events that are happening on campus. And so... I want to give a big uh, I want to give a big uh, clap to the Lord right here, Tommy. Thanks for bringing in that chicken, Tommy. <laughs> and so uh, God is good. He is good all the time. All Tommy. the time. God is good. That's all right. right. And so that brings us to a close. We're we're moving through fast today, Tommy. Ooh. Hey, what is something over the last couple of months that maybe in your time in Scripture or just in your devotional time that maybe. God's been teaching you or maybe like something that's been kind of brought to your attention that maybe you need to think you've been thinking through that, man, I really needed to hear that from the Lord. Sure. Yeah. So the thing that I would share is, is not, uh, it's not a real joyful thing, but it's a necessary thing. And so uh, really just this idea of lament. And so uh, beginning probably a month ago, uh, I, I began to think about that in my own personal time with the Lord. And then uh, I was required to listen to a podcast that focused on lamenting. Uh, and then uh, I got to teach a midweek Bible study, and uh, the title of that was Praying Through Times of Tragedy. Uh, and so really just this um, just this idea of lamenting, and uh, honestly, it, it's just a matter of being honest with the Lord. And so sometimes there are things in our lives that uh, don't make sense, some things that we have questions about, some things that uh, just cause us great hurt and pain. And so in those times, uh, it is healthy for us to be honest with the Lord. Because, Jeremy, did you know that a third of all the psalms are psalms of lament? I didn't know that. A third of them. And so a third of 150 psalms 
are psalms of lament. And so it's something that the Bible teaches. The Bible gives us examples of lamenting. And so, uh, but it's not something that you hear people talking about because it is a sad thing. And so mm-hmm. uh, really the Lord was kind of working that way in my life. And uh, many of you know that a couple of weeks ago, my granny had a stroke. Uh, and that really just has been a difficult time for me because my granny really is my favorite person in the world. And so um, during this time, it, it really has been like I see how the Lord's been working and how he's prepared me for this. And so when it first happened and there have been several days where I'm driving home from the hospital and um, and I'm just honest with the Lord because I don't understand why these things happen. I don't understand you know, why it's happening now or why it's happening in this way. And so uh, I have had that freedom to just talk with the Lord. And uh, it is a time of sadness, but it's also a time of of comfort, knowing mm-hmm. that I can go to the God who spoke all things into existence and I can I can let him know whatever I want him to know. I can just share my heart with him and I don't fear any kind of repercussion. I don't fear him judging me. I don't fear him making fun of me or being mad at me. I just go to him and I say, Lord, like, I, I don't understand. It's, it's, and that's the, that's the thing. One of the great things you said out of that was uh, comfort. God is the God of comfort. I mean, he, right. really, he really does. He, he comforts us in those moments where we're lamenting, where we're sad, where we're, we're walking through something that we don't understand. We can always go to him. We can always... Uh, find our peace and our strength in that. And man, um, you know, I, I don't know your granny personally, but uh, I feel like I do because of all the pictures that she would post and you would send me the pictures of her with her headset on, you know, mm-hmm. Tommy's granny, she's never not anywhere that she doesn't have her headset on where she's got the Bluetooth in and she's ready to roll. She's ready to answer any call. Yeah. Any call. If it's about Dr. <laughs> Pepper, whatever it is, she's, she's, she's ready to go. And so I think for me, in Matthew uh, chapter 11, verse 28, it says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. And so just this thought of uh, rest. And so for like the last year, it's been a struggle uh, just in my own life, uh, like you said, just lamenting and just sadness because I lost uh, some friends. I lost a friend that passed away to cancer, my best friend. Um, I moved out of a position where I was a student pastor for, for 21 years and I moved into a new role and trying to get my feet on the ground and that. And the one thing that uh, I, sh- I struggled with anxiety and a bunch of other things is just one of the things that God has just really presented to me is rest. Mm-hmm. And that that rest, yeah, it's good to take a nap and yeah, it's good to go fishing and it's, it's good to do those things, but really resting in him and, and, and saying, okay, Jesus, here's the burdens that are, that are in my life. When I lay them at your feet, I don't go back and pick them up. Like really, really uh, valuing how Jesus really looks at me and how, how he thinks of me. And then just resting in that. Because, Tommy, you're always going to have people who are going to think that you could do a better job at this or, you know, you need to get over this or, hey, it's been you know, almost a year. You should not be grieving still or, or whatever. And, you know, really all those things don't, don't matter. Um, what, what really matters is, is like, what does Jesus think of me? And how is my walk with him? And, and uh, just this thought process of that, if I'm going to, to be effective in the way that God's called us to be, then we need to really find our rest in him. That's right. And the sweet thing about all that to me is that he invites us to do that. He does. He says, come to me. Mm-hmm. 
you come to me with all of your worries, with all of your fears, with all of your hurts, with all of your joys, with everything that you have, you come to me and I'll give you rest. And th- and that's that's where we want to be. Yeah. And that's what's so great about this this Sunday. We get to celebrate that Jesus. That's right. You know, we, we get to celebrate him. And so, uh, TG, I, I want to say thanks for coming to be a part part of the show today. And uh, we are so excited for what God's doing in our church. We're, we're looking forward to this Easter. And, uh, Tom, you got any, any final words? Man, I would just say the Lord's always faithful. He remains faithful even when we're faithless. That's right. That's right. What a sweet truth. It's so good. And so listen out there. Uh, we hope that this has been encouraging to you today. And uh, hopefully uh, this will be something that you, you tune into every week. And so we just want you to know we love you. We're praying for you. And this has been Life at the Hills with TG and JB. See ya.